Hello, Kate here and welcome back to Smart Erudy. I hope you had a fun-packed holiday and are ready to get back into the swing of things. World news. Many of you will have been flabbergasted to hear about the death of Wagner leader Prigogine in an <clears throat> accident. Following his mutiny against the Russian army in June, many believed he was a dead man walking and his days were numbered, which turned out to be true. His private plane crashed over Russia, killing all 10 people on board on the same day that senior Russian general Surovikin was sacked and he hasn't been seen in public since. President Biden had advised Prigozhin not to fire his food taster, referring to the Kremlin's history of poisoning its enemies. CIA director William Burns said that revenge is a dish Putin prefers served cold, which is why he bided his time. It's now unclear what exactly will happen to Russian mercenary group Wagner, although many of its fighters are stationed in Syria, Belarus and Africa. Others are violent criminals recruited from prison in return for freedom after fighting in Ukraine, where they've committed unimaginable atrocities. Business news and China, the world's second largest economy, is going through a bad patch and President Biden has called it a ticking time bomb. Real estate accounts for around a third of the country's wealth, but the property market is now in crisis due to the pandemic and a shrinking population, which means less demand and a fall in property prices. The Chinese generally invest in property rather than the stock market or low interest bank accounts, and they are now poorer as their investments are worth less than previously. This has had a knock-on effect on developers and local councils, notably real estate giants Evergrande and Country Garden. And with the government cracking down on the finance sector, the economy hasn't bounced back post-COVID. There has been no spending boom like in Western countries, and over 20% of job seekers are unemployed. This year, China's growth rate is expected to be around 4.5%, compared to an annual average of 9% since 1989, so it's still higher than many Western economies, and of course the Chinese model isn't consumerist like the West, which they believe is wasteful and individualistic. However, predictions of growing civil unrest suggest the future will be difficult for Beijing. Entertainment now, and if you have a Netflix subscription, you've probably noticed the recent edition of Gaming, which the streamer says is a natural extension of its offering. Netflix is ramping up its games portfolio because it recognises that people want different things. Sometimes you want to sit and watch a film over a few hours, other times an episode of a TV series if you're short of time, and now you also have the chance to play a game and be more active if that's what floats your boat. Games have actually been available on the app since 2021, but this has escaped many subscribers. It's certainly passed me by. They're currently only on mobile devices, but tests are being carried out to try and bring games to TVs and computers too, with the ultimate goal of bringing together shows, movies and games. For now, you can play games linked to some of their popular titles, such as Stranger Things, The Queen's Gambit and Reign's Three Kingdoms. It could be another way to boost your English. Sport 
Following Spain's Women's World Cup win over England in Sydney, they should be celebrating this remarkable achievement. Unfortunately, they are dealing with the aftermath of Spanish Football Federation President Luis Rubiales's atrocious behaviour. He thought it was appropriate to kiss player Jenny Hermoso on the lips and then tried to justify it by saying it was consensual. He's the victim of her lies and anyway, everyone should be grateful to him for getting such a great result. This is unbelievable sexism that was at first condoned by his cronies, but following suspension by FIFA and condemnation from women and men worldwide, hopefully this latest act of machismo won't go unpunished. He refuses to resign, and his mum has even gone on hunger strike in protest at the treatment of her poor little innocent boy. Maybe she should be asking herself if she could have done more to educate him a little better on how to respect women. There is only one outcome for this narcissist, and that is that he has to be fired. Ah, now I feel better. Self-development. Now, I hope you don't have the holiday blues after coming back to work after a good rest, but if you do, you're not alone. The main reasons are getting back into a routine, catching up with work that has built up, being back in a hectic environment after the calm of the holidays, and of course, an inbox full of emails. By now, you're probably already back in the office, but here are some tips to make sure you don't lose the zen energy you've hopefully rediscovered. Look at your work objectively and think about how you can organise yourself better. Have a clear out and get rid of clutter. Plan your days so you don't waste time constantly checking and replying to emails. Make a pact with yourself to use the word no when something doesn't serve you. Be clear about your goals for the next few months so you stay motivated and focused. Plan catch-ups with colleagues, not just to talk about work, but also to have some downtime as this can positively affect everyone's mood. Don't overdo it. There's a temptation to try and make up for lost time over the summer, but you'll soon have the stress levels you had before you went on holiday. Pace yourself, prioritise and delegate wherever possible. Get outside for a walk at lunchtime or just get a breath of fresh air. Keep some water, fruit and nuts to hand so you stay hydrated and alert. This is on my list as when I'm teaching back-to-back lessons, I forget to drink. When you leave the office or your home office, switch off. Continuing to check emails or messages might affect your sleep. Now, I personally love the autumn, but I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. So plan something to look forward to, such as a weekend away, a monthly back massage, or even your next holiday. Last but not least, pick your English back up. Hopefully you carried on learning over the summer, even just listening to songs or a podcast. But whether you did or not, make it your goal to really boost your English over the next few months by scheduling in some regular practice to go hand in hand with your training sessions. It could be in the car during your daily commute, your lunch break, watching Netflix in English with your family, as one of my trainees does. Even learning one new word a day and using it throughout the day can help build your vocabulary. And this is what I intend to do with my Italian. It's not easy to start, but once it becomes a habit, you'll be glad. So that's all from Smart Eridi for now. Remember to check out the vocabulary on the Super Brian app and I will talk to you soon. Take care now.